Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of What's the Wi-Fi Password, our daily encouragement series as we are just cruising cruising through this shelter in place uh and this month of april it's crazy to me that's the 21st already um actually it's 22nd oh my goodness it's tuesday the 22nd um wait 21st 22nd 21st 21st see i'm all screwed up here guys you guys gotta help me my co-host here see i missed one podcast with you guys austin takes my place and i'm all screwed up how are you guys doing today Hey Josh, I'm doing good. Uh, it's Tate, everybody, obviously, and happy Tuesday. I'm excited to see you guys online later today. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Andy. I'm doing pretty good as well. Uh, Tuesday night youth group is tonight, so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, basically it's been a, a pretty decent weekend and the start of a pretty good week. Yeah, and as you guys know, I'm your goofy youth pastor, Joshua, just uh, here to, for your entertainment. But uh, anyway, guys, it's so good to see your faces. Um, it was cool to listen to Austin on the podcast for Monday. Uh, he, he's just got such a great voice. It's like you hear his voice, and you're like, oh, that's Austin. Like, he doesn't know. But uh, you guys did a great time. And you know, before we get into the encouragement of sheltering in the Lord and just choosing to, to, of times to shelter in him and talk about Tuesday, you know, the messages and our small groups tonight. Um, let's get into a goofy question. Tate, you got a goofy question for us today? Yeah, if you were going to have a book written about your life, what would the title be? You want me to go first, Andy? Yeah, yeah go first. So I'm just going to be me and say the title of the book is How Ministry Messed Up My Life. <laughs> this is what it would be, How Ministry Messed Up My Life. But it would be like a pun on like how it messed like the normal life up, you know, because I very much like Erica and I, we had a very normal life. You know, we had the white picket fence. We owned a big home. I had a good job. Like we had the bulldog, the two cars, all, you know, the whole nine yards. I had my truck, like all that stuff. Right. Um, but how ministry ruined my life would be the title. Or it could be like the, how the call of God ruined my life or something like that. So how about you, Andy? What, what's yours, man? You know, I, I realized just trying to think of what it was that I had one that I came up with like three years ago that I think I'll go with. Um, but it was, we walked through flames or like walked through flames, something like that. Cause I remember where that came from is I used to live in this teeny tiny apartment with three other guys. One of them was Austin, who you all met on the podcast yesterday. The other two 
Josh and Patrick. Shout out to those guys if they're listening. And I remember like the first night we lived there, that was back when Life Church was on Wednesday nights. And we all like were hanging out afterwards. Uh, Pat was in England at the time or Europe somewhere. And the, me, Josh, and Austin were all talking and just sharing like what the Lord had done in our lives over the last like couple of years. And that was a moment for me realizing like, oh, dang, like every person's life is like really intense. Like it's not just movies. It's not just people that come from like crazy backgrounds that like fled war-torn countries or, you know, beat cancer, things like that. But everyone's life has a lot to it. And I remember saying to the guys like, man, we've all walked through flames. Ever since then, I've always thought like, that's, that's a cool title for a book. Like, I don't think I've walked through flames that are any worse or more destructive than what plenty of other people have. But still, even just as a normal person, that's kind of how I felt with it. I think mine would be, um, I also kind of started writing a book about my life already. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that surprises anybody. But uh, I entitled it Burn the House Down. And I think it comes from the concept of just like um, so many of us build our lives or we have this like dream or floor plan for what we want our life to look like and um we just honestly have to burn that whole thing down when we start to follow the lord or when we want the lord to take over our lives and or when he does take over our lives he has to burn the whole thing down and completely rebuild it on his cornerstone on a firm foundation and he has to be the one to put in all the framework but he also has to be the one to decorate it like i feel like i'm at the point in my life where i have the framework done but now he's he's blessing me and showing me that he wants to decorate it and make it beautiful. So I always liked the concept of like a house completely burning down. I think that's super sad when everybody loses their home to a fire. I can't imagine that. Um, But that imagery like really sat well with me when it comes to like my own life and stuff. So burn the house down similar to Andy's a little bit. Man, that question got deeper than I thought it would be. Um, it's not, wasn't much of a goofy one. So um, I was thinking more like, hey, did you want to dye your hair during shelter in place or something like that? But like, you know. the answer to, the, to that is the complete no. I mean, I have like really brown skin. So like dyeing my hair just doesn't look good. I immediately will be put in the category of like, I don't even know, Rihanna or somebody like an artist that's African American that just does not look good with colored hair. It just has a bad, it just doesn't go well. I always wished I had lighter skin simply because I wanted to be able to dye my hair fun colors. And I mean, I still think I could, I could pull off like a deep blue or something like that, but it's just really hard to dye your hair when you're tan and you have dark hair. Yeah. So you just went all deep again. You went all like skin, <laughs> like, I was like, man, just like, you want to cut your hair in a mohawk or something, man. Like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. I can, yeah. I, my- my hair is my hair is already colored, so <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't feel the need to do anything like that. No, Andy, I, I, I do feel like you should try the mohawk, though. I feel like now is the premium time to try the mohawk. Yeah, like a thicker mohawk, thicker mohawk. Yeah, I agree. I could do All it right, for you. Gonna, here's what we're gonna do then. We're gonna put that in a poll on Instagram. But here's what I'm saying. I'm not just saying 
we need at least 50% of the people to vote that I'd go with a Mohawk, but we need at least 50 people to vote yes on the Instagram story. Oh, it's at least done. 50 people have to vote yes. This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened. This whole shelter in place. You better just plan on being at my house this weekend, dude. And I'm shaving your head no mohawk. We're doing it, bro. We're doing it, man. You're gonna look so hardcore. All right, all right. So moving on, and you know, everybody out there who hasn't seen Andy for a month, just envision that big, beautiful, massive red head with a beautiful kind of fuzzy mohawk going on, man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So get on there and vote. On there and vote when Tate puts it on, on Instagram. All right, so moving on, guys, the, the heart of this week, we're kind of steering away from these everyday challenges. Um, and our heart for you, and I think the Lord's heart for a lot of the church right now, is to learn how to shelter in Him, learn how to, to rest in Him, to continue to strive, continue to mature, and, and continue to press into your salvation and sanctification. I don't think any of us should walk out of this you know, shelter in place going, man, I watched 197,000 hours of Netflix, you know, or something like that. Like, I don't think that's what it should be, but at the same time, I think it's okay to, to, to have some rest during this season. And so I know we're talking about sheltering in place and, you know, Andy, you had some things to kind of share about that as we go, as we kind of talk about now, you know, it being Tuesday, our teachings, um, and then our small groups tonight. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. So we, talked yesterday about this theme that will be our theme for the week of dwelling in God or sheltering in God. And I wanted to read a couple of verses from Psalm 139 to kind of give you an encouragement in that and also set up um, maybe an example of a great way that you could do that today. So Psalm 139 starts, it says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know, when I sit down or stand up, you know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home, you know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. And so as David starts his psalm there, he gives us this picture of a God who knows us inside and out. Whatever we're doing, wherever we are, whatever is happening in our lives, our God knows who we are and he knows what we need and he is there with us. I love that line in verse five that says that he goes before us and follows us, that he places his hand of blessing on our head. That picture is so beautiful of God, not just leading us, not just being in front of us as an example, but also being behind us, meaning you can picture him supporting us, helping us with his hand of blessing on our heads beside us, supporting us. Our God is with us through all things. And so as we dwell in God, it's really important for us to remember that we're dwelling in a God who knows us. We're dwelling in a God who is all around us and who is ready to be with us, supporting us. And so what I want to encourage you all to do today is to take that mindset with you into our Tuesday night teachings. You know, it's really easy during any sermon to space out and to not really pay attention. And it's way easier during an online sermon where I'm not and Josh is not, whoever's teaching is not able to 
kind of call you back into focus. Maybe we should start doing that and just randomly in our recordings, I'll bark out, Jack, pay attention. Maybe we need more of that, but it, still, you know, you can, you can place it in the background and play a game of Minecraft and claim that you listened to the teaching because it played all the way through. I don't want you to do that. I want to encourage you against that. What I want to encourage you to do is see these teachings as a time to dwell in Christ. So a really easy way to do that is I encourage you, when you load up the teaching, spend about a minute or two before listening to the message, just praying to God. Take before him whatever's on your mind or on your heart, whatever you've been thinking about, and ask him to use the teaching to speak into those things. And then when the teaching's over, maybe take a couple minutes to write down what you heard from the Lord or what stood out to you and spend another two or three minutes just praying on those things and lifting them up to God. Thank him for the encouragement that you received, right? Take before him whatever thoughts came into your head and just bring that before him. So what I want to encourage you to do is to change the mindset if you're having it of seeing these teachings as something that you just have to do on Tuesday and turn it into an opportunity to dwell in God by seeing them as a time when the Lord wants to speak to you. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I'm going to add on to that. And even further encouragement is if maybe um, you're not really sure that praying is going to get your mind completely ready to spend 20 or 30 minutes watching a teaching series. For me, a really great thing to do is to go on a walk beforehand and listen to some worship music and you know it doesn't need to be like this whole awkward thing but really like even a walk around your block and popping into worship songs beforehand it does make all the difference it helps transition your mind and your body into something different rather than just going from like the playstation playing like i don't know minecraft and then switching and going over to youtube and clicking play on the video like it kind of just helps um reframe things to like okay this is time that i'm going to dwell with god that i'm going to be with god and um our bodies and our minds just need that um to switch up things that's why we have recess at school or that's why you change classes um in high school and middle school so um that's why we have breaks at work you know all those types of things so um i encourage you to like yeah like andy said really prepare yourself beforehand and not just pray but maybe listen to some worship music since we don't have that as a part of our thing right now. Oh, that's good guys. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I agree. And the only thing I would add to that is as we, you know, we put together these Tuesdays, to the best of our ability to continue to share God's word and to create these small groups and just this time for you guys to kind of hang out. Um, you know, small groups are, they're a time to hang out, they're a time to talk um, and just, like be around people or kind of fellowship with people where we can't do that a whole lot right now, but your Christian walk and your faith and your growth in Jesus, it really comes down to your choice to wanting to be disciplined, to wanting to, to set aside time to hear God's word, um, to pray, to, to read God's word. Those things come down to your choice. And so I just so agree with Andy and Tate, um, make the choice to shelter in God. You know, you could easily shelter in Minecraft or in YouTube or, you know, we've got a switch at our house now. And so I'm getting really good at being Little Mac on Smash Bros, um, which is pretty surprising to most people who play Smash Bros. Um, 
dude, I'm horrible at it, but I'm, I beat Seth three times, a total of three times now. So anyway, um, the idea is that we have to make that choice and that choice has to be ours. Nobody's going to twist your arm. Your youth pastor, like Andy said, isn't here to hold your hand and to bark at you and tell you to pay attention. And so you have to make that choice. And so I would just encourage you through the season, if there's anything that you grow in, try to grow in some discipline, like discipline is seeking God out and sheltering in him. So with that, you guys, um, we can't wait to see you tonight uh, at Marco Polo and, and hang out with you uh, beautiful kids uh, and your beautiful faces online. And so with that, I love you guys. Um, you guys got any send-offs before we say goodbye? Nope, miss you guys. Love you. Can't wait to see you. And if you're not on Instagram and you still want to vote, just email Tate, T-A-T-E, at Calvary.com for the mohawk and we'll make this happen. Hopefully this can happen because I never have to dye my hair blue, so. Yeah, I know <laughs> all you losers didn't bring your Bibles. We could have died. Yeah, bring your, <laughs> bring, your, bring your Bibles to your, to your teachings tonight. That's there for sure. <laughs> yes, I, I will add an addendum not to, um, I'm not trying to back out or to rain on anyone's parade, but I will no have to check. Here. No, I will have to check in with my supervisors at interim to make sure that that's like allowed for the staff there um to have yeah. a haircut like that oh it's allowed it's allowed yes we will check <laughs> we will check and see i don't want to break any rules and get fired for doing a mohawk but i'm prepared for it and i'm willing to do it and i'll just close by saying wash your hands there you go wash your hand and he's getting a mohawk love you guys see you tonight Bye. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.